Hello and welcome to Unlocking the Treasure, where four real Freemasons, or three tonight, take you through the Masonic symbolism and occurrences in Disney Plus's National Treasure, The Edge of History. Nice. Welcome back. Wow. I'm here with John and Joe, and we are here for our latest episode of Unlocking the Treasure, where we are going to be talking through episodes four and five, Charlotte and mm. Bad Romance, and the Masonic mm. symbolism and significations behind the episodes. Yeah. Fun times. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the episodes in general, thematically, not so much You're, symbolic? Do you really want to know? <laughs> you guys are so I'll tell you. <clears throat> uh, Disney. Episode Disney, three was Disney. still my favorite, even after watching four and five. <clears throat> yes. Uh, agreed. It's gone down I'll a little agree. bit I'll in agree. quality as far as the, uh, the heistiness of it. Yeah, there, there's always still a little bit of action in every episode, but little slower pace for episodes four and five. There was uh, an increase uh, as, as we're getting more and more episodes, there's increasing in teeny bopper love and dancing that is going up in the amount and musical of numbers. sleuthiness, the amount of like, you know, finding treasure is going down. So uh, lots of making out going on. Yeah. Teenage drama well, going up. Yeah. Well, and I think Masonic references are are trailing off as well. So there's been a notable decrease in Masonic symbolism and and references. Um, True. As so we're getting to like act two, the hormones of like the big, fly. Right. So we're getting to like this middle section of this supposedly ten episode series, right? Um, <sighs> so I is this kind of the filler period? Is this like the the uh, just the threshold of what could come in kind of act three. I don't know. They're, they're really stringing us along with a couple other things along the way. So yeah, we'll see. Like singing <laughs> and dancing <laughs> a whole number and love triangles, like two intersecting love triangles. It's very weird. Yeah. It's like a Venn diagram of love triangles, like, love triangles. like a King yeah. Solomon seal of, Intersecting love triangles. Yeah. Love yeah. triangles. Like yes. a Star of David of love triangles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was going. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's your Masonic reference for uh, episodes yeah. four and five. No, episodes four. Uh, we get right into the funeral for right. uh, the Grand Master Mason, um, mm. which was Harvey Keitel. Played by Harvey Keitel. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. You, you, didn't, you didn't even see him in the, in the coffin. But uh, we have a funeral, and for every good funeral of a mason, you end up having a Masonic, Masonic funeral, funeral, right? You got to have a Masonic mm -hmm. funeral. So I was, what did you they alluded to it in the episode. I was mm -hmm. really disappointed they didn't actually show part of it because I thought that would have been really cool. To actually show as what we know as a Masonic funeral service. Right? Like all the Masons okay. lining up and processing in like that. That's something where I think that would have been 
that would have added to the mystique had, you know, the main characters not been worried about, you know, who was interested in who, et cetera. <laughs> At a funeral. Taking a date yes. to the funeral. Yes. Joe? Yeah. So, well, they said it was a wake, right? It was right. not a funeral. Well, there you go. Um, I didn't see a coffin. Did you guys see a coffin? We saw, well, we saw, I saw some fake grass for the, when the guy was playing the guitar, his, his uh, grandson was playing the guitar, but it was not fake turf to put to cover dirt. So I don't know. That's a good, that's a good point. Well, that was at the house. It'd be weird to bury him at the house. Um, true, true, true. It was so it was like a memorial me, awake. Service. Right. But there they kept go. saying wake and you know, so wake to me is like, they're not going to get a Masonic funeral at a wake. Um, if it was a memorial service, then we know there are certain times and places where the Masonic memorial service will occur, Mm -hmm. um, you know, either at the funeral or at the funeral home. But, you know, going back to your point, yeah, it'd be really weird to bury him in his front yard. Um, fair, you know, stay off my lawn, (laughs) get off my lawn, kids and stop making out, (laughs) making out everywhere. So what we actually got to see though, was actual Making masonic out. regalia it, at the at the wake <laughs> um we saw quite a few uh people you know actors dressed in masonic regalia um but it was it was really interesting because we didn't see them doing mason things like jason said we just saw them there like mixing and mingling everyone with a gold collar everyone you know dressed to the nines it was it was out of place because that was like all they wore, right? It's like, imagine like showing up to a wake in like a banana costume, right? <laughs> You're like, okay, I get it. Like, thanks for coming to the wake, but why are you dressed like that? Right. It's, it served no purpose right. other than to right. throw a nod out to the Freemasons like us that go, oh, oh, it's like the, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like, oh, oh see it. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that had nothing to do with the storyline. Um, nope. barely mentioned that his, you know, brother Freemasons were there, but, uh, and it was, and they were all spread apart in the crowd too. Right. So they weren't even like mm-hmm. sitting together. Right. Um, yeah. Very, very spread, spread around. So it, it barely gave the fraternity a nod in that, that scene or set of scenes. A little Which disappointed is that. more of a nod than it gave the fraternity in episode five. Well, and what was that that they actually gave, talked about the Freemasons in Episode Five? They didn't talk about the that. Would be nothing. That's correct. <laughs> there was nothing well, there. There was they were they were too busy making out to talk about in the government and dancing so. and dancing. Yeah. Now, yeah. In Episode Five, there was a big focus on Lewis and Clark, specifically the journal of Meriwether Lewis, whom he dedicated to his puppy. Um, And interesting thing to note is that both Meriwether and Clark were Freemasons. But they weren't Uh, Freemasons until after they completed their expedition. That's right. That That is accurate. So yes, there is a Masonic connection there. Um, and one thing I find out about that, cause I had missed be, this would be great for, for anyone who's to do a little research topic on, on uh, those two guys. Um, 
one thing I found interesting is that obviously masonry had grown pretty well because they went on their expedition. What they went in that May of 1804 to September of 1806, so two two year period. Uh, masonry was alive and well uh, here in the, in the states for you know almost over a century by this point. So <clears throat> that you know while they weren't masons yet, they obviously knew a lot about that uh, about masonry. So when you look at the history of how these men were now, obviously everything's completely different in the context of their time. However, one thing I found really interesting was that uh, Lewis and Clark, before they were Masons, one thing they did that was very unorthodox was as expedition leaders, they um, were very democratic in the sense that uh, they didn't just say, well, we think we're going to go this way. So all of you follow us choices about where to go and what to do were done by a pretty much an equal vote of everyone involved, including uh, their slaves, freed slaves, uh, Native Americans like, you know, Sacagawea and so forth. Um, where again, giving an equal vote to someone that's a non-white male at that time, very unorthodox, very unorthodox, um, which, which could be an illusion or head nod to the democratic nature of equality being on the level and the democratic nature of the institution of Freemasonry and how we, you know, democratically elect our leadership and all that. So um, there's a head nod to that. Certainly, you know, not perfect men by all, by all means. Um, but still um, that was something that was above and beyond the standards at the time. Joe. Yeah, I was, uh, I was the Googling while Jason was talking and now uh, I can hear you. you typing. Yes. Well, at least it's not my ranks. Um, when you go to lewisclark.org, uh, it actually says that uh, Lewis was initiated in Virginia in 1796. So that's years before he went on his magical expedition with Clark. Um, mm -hmm. So he was a Mason before that. And ah, so it was Clark that was later. That's right. Clark joined, yeah, at Lewis's encouragement. Uh, but yeah, um, so a little nod to Virginia. He became a Mason in 1796 Ooh. in Virtue Lodge number 44 in Virginia. And um, that lodge doesn't sound familiar. I don't think that's around anymore. It's the um, Door we'll to Virtue Lodge number 44. Door to Virtue Lodge. Yeah. yeah. And uh, got his EA one day. And the next day he got his fellow craft. And was promoted site as a master mason, oh. and he was only twenty three uh -huh. years old. And so he spent the majority of his career as a member of the St. Louis Lodge Number One Eleven in Missouri. Mm -hmm. Bam. So there's a Masonic reference thrown in there about uh, Lewis and Clark. We're really trying to pull this one out. We're, we're digging deep. We've got to offset the Lady Gaga and the making out. So was was Sacagawea big Freemason? No, no, she was not. No, no. And we have no evidence. Yes, no corroborating evidence that Sacagawea was in fact a Freemason. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Okay. So, yeah. What else we got? We are looking. We are looking forward to more Masonic references, and less dancing, musical numbers, and making out in the future episodes, perhaps. 
Perhaps. Well, I mean, we got a little cliffhanger, right? She got in the car with the uh, with uh, the bad character, Billy, whatever whatever her face is, Catherine Zeta um, Jones. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, yeah, so she got in the car. We don't know what happened. Now we're we'll be back to one episode a week, right? Um, yep. You know, unless we just want to contain our up. excitement and let it sit for two weeks. I, I know I can. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry. So good. <laughs> So good. Well, there you go. You're all caught up on all the Masonic references for episodes four and five. Yep. So, all right, Jason, take us home. Yeah, Yeah, take us home. Absolutely. Get us out of here. Get us out of here. All right. Well, everybody, thanks so much for uh, for watching and sticking with us for another riveting edition of Unlocking the Treasure. Uh, it's on Disney Plus if you want to check it out. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, Frenemies. And it'll be good. Yeah. Stay tuned. It'll and be we'll great. See you next week. It'll be great.